Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. So my next one is actually the first of a group of series that I've watched. And I I must say this. I know that most most Americans that I know don't like to watch foreign movies or foreign series because either they don't like to be reading the subtitles or simply they can't stand the dubbing, right? The, the voiceover. Having right. said that. Having said that, I think this is one of the best work I've seen. It's a foreign series. It's a Netflix original show. It is a Colombian production. And it is about one of the, I want to say, darkest chapters of uh, Colombia's recent history. And I'm not referring to Pablo Escobar and uh, the cartel, but rather I'm talking about the... Uh, revolutionary armies, forces, war, civil war in Colombia that went on for decades. And so this show is called Wild District, and it is it portrays the life of a former guerrilla that is trying to reintegrate into society. There was this kind of armistice or amnesty where, you know, if you were part of the guerrilla but you want to come back to society, you want to reintegrate to society, the government will take you in and sort of go to this re-education process and, you know, reallocate, relocate you somewhere with your family and, and so on. But again, you do that at your own risk. You do that at your own peril because the gorilla does not, you know, forgive that you betray them. And of course, you know, by surrendering, you're also providing information of where to find the rest of the gorilla. So that's one of the dangers there. So it is a very, very interesting series. I think it is no more than nine episodes. Very good actors, people obviously that not many of us are familiar with. But I also, I'm also proud of it because it's a Latin American product and. You know, you get to see the talent of a lot of those actors. I think Latin America has a bad rap in terms of uh, movie productions and, and things like that because of, you know, how cheesy telenovelas uh, are and how overacted uh, they are. But this is not a telenovela. This is actually very action-packed kind of series. You will like it give it a watch and although the show is originally in spanish all you have to do is go to your settings and netflix will let you change it to english and i promise you that the voices of each character actually matches their physical appearances and stuff like you can easily imagine that these people talk the way they talk they sound the way they sound very good show 
Wild District. You should watch it. I was going to ask you if you thought that it would be better to listen to it that way or to put subtitles on. Actually, no. Actually, listen to it in English. And, and okay. Yeah. I, you know, I like it. There's another show that I'm going to be talking about, too, that I actually changed to English because there's something about the accent, original accent, that I don't like. <laughs> so um, up next for me is going to be another movie. This one is... I kind of recommend this to anybody who'll listen to me because I, this is a movie I've watched multiple times and can watch multiple times. It's called Wind River and it's available on Netflix and it's 2017. Um, it stars Jeremy Renner, who I think is an incredibly talented actor. I feel like every character that he plays, you believe that he is that character. He is good. Like, I don't see Jeremy Renner when he's playing somebody. It's like, oh, Jeremy Renner is, you know. Even when we, when he played the born something, something that the year that. The, the one Damon, year he was. Yes. Yeah, but Damon skipped it. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, he was good. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he can be in a crap movie and he's still good. Yeah. Not that I was saying that was a crap movie. I haven't seen it, but yeah, no. It also has Elizabeth Olsen in it, who is one of my favorite actresses, who I think is sort of a quiet actress in that I don't think there's a huge amount of attention around her, and I feel like she chooses her roles very carefully. But I think that she's generally very good in what she's in. And um, from the Olsen family, the infamous Olsen twins, but she's not one of the Olsen twins. She's, she's, not, she's not one of the crazy ones. She's not one of the crazy ones, no. Beautiful, beautiful woman, too. But anyway, so, got two beautiful people to look at, Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen. Um, movie is about, it is a Western murder mystery, and it is, it is a sad movie. It is a powerful movie. It is about lost women in the fact that there are so many sexual assaults that get lost because they happen on an Indian reservation in the United States because there is not enough, you know, nobody knows whose jurisdiction it is. Nobody knows, oh, well, you know, that's supposed to be the feds. The feds say it's supposed to be the locals. The locals say it's supposed to be the reservation police. So this is about a case that sort of falls into that. And Jeremy Renner is kind of the local police that's his character in this. Elizabeth Olsen plays a federal officer. And then there is, he has escaped my, my, uh, my memory, but there's a very good Native American actor who's been in pretty much every modern Western that I think we've ever seen plays one of the, the, low, the reservation police. And it is a case of a young girl who is raped and murdered on a reservation and the unraveling of that mystery and the just the fact that there was so much red tape that had to be cut through just to try to find out who had done this terrible thing to her. Sounds really depressing, but it has a great ending. And it's a, it's for me, it was a very thought-provoking movie and um, very well done. The cinematography is beautiful. It was, I believe, shot on site in Wyoming. So you get some beautiful shots of the mountains and uh, a real sense of place when you watch it. So Wind River 
2017, and that one's available on Netflix. Available on Netflix. So you know yes. what I'm going to do? Tonight, actually, I'm going to watch that because I feel like watching something like that. Last night, I was in the mood of watching something goofy. So I went and watched Ken John's special, You Complete Me Whole. It's, it's, I just watched that today. <laughs> it's the title <laughs> of it. And I'm not going to go into a lot of explanation about why the show is titled that way, but don't don't get into don't get in your feelings don't get offended until you know the context of what he means by that uh you should watch it this guy is very funny you know him mr chow from the hangover dr ken from the show dr ken who actually happens to be a bloody doctor himself he does he does so you should watch you should watch that uh netflix special this this wasn't on the list, but I just felt like, you know, I wanted to talk about it. So what did you think about it, uh, Jocelyn? I, I enjoyed it very much. I, I like him. I enjoy his humor. Um, I like how he uh, snaps himself in and out of, you know, either being very serious or being very hilarious. or be, He just snaps character very quickly, <laughs> which I enjoy. Um it's it's good and the as you said the title of it has has a much deeper meaning and not necessarily a comedic meaning but of course he makes it funny absolutely um so you should watch it um you complete me whole very good very good very good i couldn't recommend it more all right so moving on my the next on my list is actually on my number nine and by the way on this list nothing is in a particular order just assigned a number. So, this show is The Boondocks. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite shows ever. I've rewatched that series, all episodes, all the entire series, at least four times. Much like Coming to America for me, The Boondocks has so many quotable beats that I could spend Days, days, making those references in every conversation. And I don't know that I, uh, there's an end to it. So the Boondocks, one of the most fascinating things for me about the Boondocks is Regina King playing two characters, doing two voices. And you actually believe that those are two different kids, right? So we're talking about Riley and Huey. And, of course, John Witherspoon playing Granddad and Uncle Ruckus. Uh, <laughs> if you are easily offended by the N-words and all these things, don't watch The Boondocks. But, you know, if you can take it with a grain of salt and have a laugh at it, you should watch The Boondocks and you will be, you, you will be amazed at the artistry. At the, and there's a lot of guest appearances too uh, on this show, including Reverend Al Sharpton, uh, CeeLo Green, Usher, I believe. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson does a lot of appearances on it, uh, on there too. It's a fantastic show. You should watch it. it. It's one of those things that will make you laugh and also will give you a lot to think about because it is the social conscience of that show i believe is as relevant as in its time than it is now i remember when the uh the comic strip 
that it's based on debuted. Well, I think it had a, a different debut than, than I would have been aware of at the time, but I think it was 1999 is when the, the, the big co- comics syn- syndicate picked it up and it started, you know, being in the funny papers. Mm-hmm. And I remember how much my father loved the comic strip. So that's my little. <laughs> I mean, because it was just, it was, it was, it was and is, as you say, the social commentary is so important. And it's great what you can get away with in comic form that you can't necessarily always in real life. Yeah, absolutely right. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I just love that they kept it as real as the comic strips. Obviously, they took a bit more liberties with it, with the show, but. There was words that they could use that they couldn't use in the Sunday funnies, but. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. But funny nonetheless. And again, please give it a watch. What say you, young madam? Uh, my next one, I am going with another movie. This one, I, I feel like it had a lot of attention when it first came out and then sort of disappeared. But I got interested in it because I was. At the time, very interested in what was going on. The movie's called I, Tanya. It's from 2017. Oh, wow. Yes. 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 <laughs> Allow me to say yes, yes, yes. Margot Robbie, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. She is so good in it. But it's about figure skater Tanya Harding and the attack on Nancy Kerrigan. And uh, that happened in 1994. And I remember when all of that was happening. I mean, that was like huge news at the time, 1994. You know, that's all anybody was talking about was, oh, did you hear this? Did you hear that? No, she did this. No, she did that. And and the movie is so good and funny. I think it's billed as a a dark comedy. But Margaret Robbie, as you said, is very, very good in it. Allison. Jenny. Jenny. Allison Jenny, yeah. Did she win the Oscar for it? Because I remember she she was nominated. She She did. did. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, and and she deserved it she was, as a uh, terrible mother. <laughs> she's she's uh, so good as a terrible mother. Oh my so. lord, she was terrible, terrible. Yes. I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the Charles Barkley way. Terrible. Yes. Not even terrible. terrible. Ter terrible. No, she's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the movie uh, again, don't watch it with children. But. It's it's good. It's funny, you know, mostly based on true events, you know, with certainly liberties taken. But just the the acting in it is phenomenal and the story is fun. And it's just it's a good movie to watch. So I have particularly a, a, a confession to make in, in, in the reason why I love this movie. And number one reason for me is that it's very easy when we open it newspaper or when we sit down to watch the news and we get bits and pieces of what somebody has done and from then we obviously build up our own judgment of how terrible of a person that person is yes and one of the greatest things that modern modern writers have continued doing and i think dickens is to to thank for that is how when the story is written, when the story is told, you get to know the beginning, the genesis, uh, the genesis of of this person's tweaked mind. How yes. like nobody is born a terrible person. Simple as that. 
And so, while we understand that, you know, the punishment has to be there, but also, you get to see that the person, the human being that you've forgotten that is a human being because of the terrible things that they may have done, was human at one point in somebody, something, some situation, some circumstances, just took them down and made them the way they are. And so I think that was done in this movie. And it, if anything, it offered a window into the childhood of a very talented woman. Yes. That, but all she did was just be banged around and knocked down by and the people who were supposed to love her and be there for her. Yes. So, yeah. And I had actually forgotten until the movie what an amazing athlete she actually was. Yep. Because all of it had been so tied up in the drama of the supposed beating of, of, of her that, you know, of Nancy Kerrigan, that I had forgotten that she had done all of these, you know, amazing things that women in sport had never done before that. I'd forgotten all about that. So yeah, it was yeah. good to watch the movie and be like, oh, yeah, that's right. She did do that. I, Tanya, is a very good movie. Thank you for bringing it up because... I remember watching that and, and I was absolutely amazed. But at the same time, I was able to feel compassion for her, even though yes. I didn't live in the United States at the time. So I had no quarrels with, with, with Tonya Harding. Uh, I mean, as much, the most I know of her modernly is that she, she does some comedic appearances here and there and everything. So yeah, I'm, I, I don't, I don't have a problem with her. But obviously, I knew, I heard the story. I've heard the story being told in the eyes of people who can unequivocally unequivocally say in their minds that she's she was guilty or whatever. So I I, I love the movie, and I know that there's a lot of uh, creative liberties that are taken. But again, the portrayal of a human being in the circumstances that may have led them to do some terrible things for me is important yes all right so i suppose it's my turn now is it yes sir (laughs) all right so here's the thing i um have another show to talk about that is originally in spanish this show was is from Spain, and the entire thing was filmed in Spain. And it has two seasons. It is called, in English, it was titled Money Heist. And in Spanish, it's called La Casa de Papel, right? Oh, the House of Paper. But once I give you the premises of the show, you will understand why it's called the House of Paper or La Casa de Papel. So it is about a guy that is perhaps one of the most intelligent criminals to ever, ever, ever exist. And he created a plan that he started thinking about and he started putting together at the age of 14. By the time he was in his early 30s, he was ready to execute that plan. And he carried it out almost to perfection. And the plan was to rob not the central bank of Spain, but rather to rob the mint (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, so like when when people talk about Fort Fort Knox in America, sort of something similar to that. Yes. Yes. Okay. He, he. I mean, I mean, it was a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant plan. Everything. The guy. I'm talking about the guy that thought about every single circumstances. Every, and he put together a team of people that could not have been more brilliant. I mean, there were some misfits, right? But they they were good at what at, at their specialty, uh, the the part of their plan, uh, the part that they were were supposed to execute in the plan. They were good at it. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a third season coming up, and the show was one of the most successful shows in Europe. I mean, it has won nominated, BAFTA nominated, has won a lot of uh, awards, both in Spain, Italy, Spain, Italy, and England. The cast of actors, also not very well known to Americans, but, you know, very well known around uh Latin America and in Europe, and you have to see this. It is originally in Spanish. It is dubbed in English. Also, every voice sounds like the characters themselves, and no accent, no nothing. So it's you know like just just go into it, just change the settings to English, and boom, watch the show. You will love it. You will love it. You you should uh, you should come back to me and thank me. In fact, uh, after you've seen the show, it's called <laughs> Money Heist. Money Heist on Netflix. It is a Netflix original show, and there are two seasons available. And soon there's going to be a third season. Money Heist. Yes, I love a good heist. Oh, heist story. So, shall I tell you what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, good to, good to know. Good to yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of your turn now, but I, I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm gonna go with a, a standby with with my standby with I think oh, probably a lot of people's standbys. It may it's probably been on everybody's playlist. If it hasn't been, shame on you. So I'm gonna say that shame on you, shame on your children. Jeez. Shame on your grandchildren. Broadchurch. For heaven's sakes, watch Broadchurch. Yes. Um, we've got David Tennant. We've got Olivia Coleman. We've got Jodie Whittaker. Oh. We have one of the greatest casts of all time. We have one of the greatest writers of all time right now in television. For heaven's sakes, watch Broadchurch. What is wrong with you if you haven't seen it yet? Yes, so, seriously. That's... What is wrong with you folks? Broadchurch. <laughs> Yes. There's there's three seasons. They're all available on Netflix. There's no excuse for you. Um, there's just none. There's no excuse for you if you've not seen Broadchurch. And don't talk to me until you've seen it. Well, you heard it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously, folks. It, it, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't think I, there's anything else I can say. Or Jocelyn can say this. This is, this is like, I mean, should should we say? Should we tell them the names of? Of, of the, the the actors in there uh, again we know. should say we should probably say it again so there's David Tennant you who, know the, like folks you know who David Tennant like if you've seen the, if you remember the first season of Jessica Jones right mm-hmm. 
the, the first season of Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bad dude. The bad dude that controlled Jessica Jones' mind and blah, blah, blah. That's David Tennant. Mm-hmm. And if you are a fan of Doctor Who, you know damn well that David Tennant is the best Doctor Who there, there ever was. And I don't, you don't debate me on that. Yeah, you, you can you can go on now. Thank you very much. Number ten, number ten, doctor number ten. Yeah, whatever. Like, I mean, David Tennant just knocked the ball out of the park, and he doesn't even play baseball. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, my next Olivia. show. I'm sorry. No, it was just Olivia Coleman, isn't it? Too, and you know, I can't shut up about Olivia Coleman. So. Yeah, yeah, you should marry her or something. Should I really, w- I, I would, but I think she's too good for me. <laughs> I think she turned me down flat. Oh my and, lord! And and I'd be okay with that because yeah, you know but, she's too good for me. Yeah, you go and brag about it. You know who just turned me down? <laughs> hey, hey, sh- sh- hey! You know who just turned me down? <laughs> you cool. Like, hey, Justin, you know that's not a good thing, right? You don't understand how she talked to me. She she said no. <laughs> All right. Enough of this. So, <laughs> the next show I am going to talk about is perhaps one of the greatest shows in the past 10 years. One of the greatest series of the past 10 years. And I think the only reason this show was no more, wasn't more popular, wasn't on everybody's radar, wasn't everybody's favorite is because it was on on, a, on on one of those networks that are that you know y- y- your cable your cable package has to be kind of good for you to have it is, is that is that a fair assessment as as uh, are, are you saying that if you were poor you didn't see it no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you know. No, so this show is The Americans. It was on FX. So The Americans, if you've heard the story, and it is based, loosely based, but it is based on the story of a case of Russians, which are very popular lately. <laughs> yeah, um, what is it with the Russians being popular? I know, right? We're going back to back to everything is it's the wheel keeps turning we keep going back to anyway sorry i'll shut up yep. <laughs> we can get we can get rid of him so yeah so it is about you know russians who are basically bred and and raised to be americans to behave like americans to infiltrate american society while being actively committing acts of espionage and so it follows the life of a couple that have been in the United States, implanted in the United States, um, fit in the normal society like everyone else, have children and raising them as Americans, no accent, no nothing. And they are going, they're living in a suburb in Washington and doing their spy thing every day, every day, every day. So we're talking about Matthew Reese, a fantastic Welsh actor. Very, very good. Like, this dude played, did like five different American accents in this series. And, but anyway, the show is called The Americans. It was originally on the FX, on, on FX, I'm sorry, the FX. was originally on FX. And it's gone now. It, 
I think it was only five or six seasons, and last year was the last season. You can stream the entire thing now on Amazon Prime. If you're a Prime member, you you got access to the entire thing. So go on. You will watch one episode, and you'll be hooked until you're done with the very, very last episode. I promise you. Americans. Yes. What you got for me? I'm going to go with a, a series that is still being produced, but uh, currently available a couple places. You can watch the first two seasons, I believe, on Netflix. And uh, the current season you can pick up on Hulu. Uh, it's called The Good Place. And if oh, you yeah. haven't seen it, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's quite, quite good. Yeah. Um, it is starring Kristen Bell who is delightful. Ted Danson plays a role in it. William Jackson Harper is in it. Jamila Jamil is in it. Darcy Carden is in it. It's about a woman. Kristen Bell plays a woman who realizes that she's died. She's woken up in an afterlife, and she is in a heaven-like utopia. And after a little while, she realizes that she's not in the right place. She shouldn't have gone to the good place. And uh, it's all about her trying to figure out what her place is in the good place. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so it's 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 a good little series. It's a funny little series. It's a very quotable little series. You can watch this one with the kids if you don't mind a few philosophical questions from them. Yeah. Um, because there's there's no cussing in it. There's um, you know well, mother forking shirt balls. Yes. Is how they cuss. Yeah. What and the fork? You what the fork? Yes. <laughs> um, Janet. There's a that character in it um, named Janet who is an artificial being who is essentially Google. She's the Google of of heaven. Yeah. And so if you have a question, you just, you know, say her name and poof, she appears and she either answers your question or helps you with whatever task you need to do or whatever. And the actress who plays her, um, Darcy Carden is so good because it's, just <laughs> mm-hmm. she's so funny. She's so perfect. She is Google personified. So if you get a chance to watch The Good Place, it's it's a fun show to put on. You do kind of have to start at the beginning of the seasons, to, in my opinion, just to know what's going on, because otherwise it can be a little confusing. It's a good one. Yes, I should mention um, the actress I failed miserably to remember her name is Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell is the actress for uh, the Americans. Carrie Russell is very talented. Oh, my God. Yes, she is. Very beautiful, too. And she pretty. Yes, she is pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, but, you know. The Good Place. The Good Place. I started, I watched the entire first season. And um, um, I've, I've been I've been meaning to go back and, and continue because it was funny back when I was watching it. And if you're still watching it, it, should, it must still be funny. Uh, it's so very good. It's so very good. And very quotable. There's there's lots of... Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're almost done here, right? I think so. What number are you on? Ooh, I got four to go. Yep. <laughs> Seriously. That's amazing. That is amazing right there. Go us. Yay, go folks. Us. All Yay. right. So, so my next show is Peaky Blinders on Netflix. First of all, this is one of the best, you know, mobbed up kind of shows that I've seen 
and it's also a a a time capsule kind of show based in the I want to say late 1800s early 1900s in Liverpool England and it's about a family but mainly a group of brothers of uh, Irish origins but more of of a gypsy ethnicity which were and still are very discriminated against in Europe and so whatever they wanted whatever they wanted to have whenever they they felt they felt like you know they they had an opportunity to get something they did it with gusto and took it you know and so they established a crime family there's a very absolutely stoic and incredible art vulnerable but also really strong woman in the show that sort of like she she sort of functions as the matriarch but with all of the dysfunctionalities and and craziness that you would expect to see in in a family of orphans and big brothers and little sisters little brothers it's chaotic but absolutely fascinating show Peaky Blinders available on Netflix you'll think Tom, Har- Tom Hardy's connected with that as well correct Tom Hardy yes Tom Hardy is connected with that and he's got a very interesting character in there named Solomon he's in uh, a British Jewish dude very cranky very violent, insanely violent, like, but like violent that does not reflect in his face. You just never see it coming when he's going to just like bash your face. It's amazing. <laughs> you should watch that. Peaky that one's Blinders. been on my list too, Peaky Blinders. And I just haven't. It's another one. It's on my playlist now too. Mm-hmm. I see. You got, <laughs> you got something? I do. I do. Um, I'm going to go with another movie. All right. Um, this one came out in 2016 and it came out and I think it very quickly went nowhere at all, which to me was a shame because it made Russell Crowe likable and no offense to any Russell Crowe fans out there, but I don't like Russell Crowe very much. I think he's kind of an asshole. He's a douchebag. That's that's for sure. (laughs) He is good in this. He is good in this. I mean, he 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 is because I feel like every movie that I've seen Russell Crowe in, he's Russell Crowe. He's not. (laughs) Yeah. He's not playing anybody other than Russell Crowe. You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm here. I'm Russell Crowe, and I'm a douchebag, and I'm an asshole. And what are you going to do about it? (laughs) Um, But he's not that in this movie. So um, so it's it's Russell Crowe. It's Ryan Gosling. Um, There's a few bit actors in there that are kind of that guys and that girls. You're like, Oh, it's that guy. Oh, it's that girl. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I that ba- guy from that, that, from that thing. <laughs> Kim Basinger is in it. She has a small part in it. Um, an important part. And it's, it's, a uh, it's, uh, a, a, a comedy. It's kind of a dark comedy. It's a, they call it a neo noir action comedy film. And mm-hmm. it, 
is set in 1977 in L.A., and it is about a possible crime ring involving the Detroit automakers and porn stars. Oh, wow. And okay. That that's sounds a, that's completely a... ridiculous. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say it out loud, but um, it, it actually, the, 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 the story, the murder mystery itself is very good. Ryan Gosling is totally hilarious in this movie. I think, I think he's very good in most of the things that he's in. And I think that the fact that he, it can be so funny. It's kind of a shame that he kind of gets lost in the dreamy, hey girl type meme things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. he's just, he's hilarious in this movie. And Russell Crowe is likable in it, which I didn't think was possible. And uh, it's kind of, it's the nice guys. And it just, uh, another movie where the, the set pieces are gorgeous. It's 1977. So you've got the beautiful cars that think they're boats. <laughs> and, you know, the, the big hair and the makeup and the, it's just, it's great. It's a great movie and it's a funny movie and, um, it's kind of a feel good movie. And they were going to make a second one if this one had been a, a success, but it was not. So I'm kind of disappointed that it wasn't a success. So maybe if you stream it, maybe a lot of people stream it, they'll go ahead and decide to make another one. So the nice guys, um, it is available on, I believe, Google and Voodoo. Go ahead and stream it, folks. Stream it. Yeah. Stream it. Yep, yep. Beautiful. So moving on to my next one here. I'm not going to say a lot about this this because I think most people have seen it. Most people have watched this series. Most people should watch this series. Otherwise, what the hell is wrong with you? As in the words of, of Jocelyn, what is wrong with you if you haven't seen Luke Cage? Luke Cage is an absolutely, absolutely fantastic series. Of course, from the the world of of Marvel superheroes, and is it Marvels? Is it Marvel or DC? Marvel. Yeah, I think it's Marvel. Is it Marvel? Marvel. Is it Marvel? I don't so, know. All right, so let me let me just read. Luke Cage. Just go on Netflix and watch all the seasons. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna give you a, a, a hint. Okay. So, there's a character in there play, uh, called Cottonmouth. Guess who plays that? Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali is in the show. So, you know what I'm talking about, right? This guy is is pretty much like, you know, the Midas touch of anything. If he, if he, he's only there for one season. But, again, just because he's there, you should watch the show. Yes. Okay. And it is Marvel. Look, Cage, watch it. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> and then I'm moving on to Look, Cage. All right. All right. So I'm gonna put one out there that I think everybody has seen this one, but if you haven't, um, it actually is a guilty pleasure that is worth it. Uh, if you're just looking for something to put on that's a little bit of a creep factor, but not so much you can't sleep at night. You, just the word you, Y-O-U. Um, it's got Penn Badgley, Elizabeth Lale in it. It's essentially a stalker series. There's 10 episodes in it. Oh, boy. They are go- they we are talked about it. One. Didn't we talk about it briefly last, last week? We did talk about it briefly last week, yes. <laughs> yes. So, so you hooked on you. 
I, I, yeah, I mean, it was a lifetime series. So it's one of those things that you put on and you're like, yeah, this is, this is going to be crap. And then you get sucked into it. Uh, um, so I mean, maybe it is kind of a little bit crap. I'm not going to say it's the best television in the world. I'm going to call it a guilty pleasure, but you got to have those in your life sometimes. Uh, uh, um, it's, it's, I'm sure everybody knows what it's about, but it's, it's, uh, it's a little psychological thriller, and like I said, it's not going to scare you so bad you can't sleep at night or anything like that. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm waiting for the moment, the right moment to start watching you. But my wife is so chicken shit that she wouldn't even give it the time of day, and I'm like, dude, it's not scary. <laughs> no, there's no jump scares. There's nothing like that. There's no like, there's nobody creeping under the bed in the sense of like it's not going to make you not be able to sleep it's, a tasteful, it's just one of the it's a tasteful creepiness is that is it's that a, a tasteful creepiness yes there you go is that is that possibly a thing well i think it is because there are apparently women who have a huge crush on the lead character in this ah, ah. not not the actor the character like they want oh. they want they want the character to like to have their babies, which not that men can do that, but they want to have their babies. <laughs> um, and the the actor who plays this character is like, what is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, you. It's available on Netflix. It was a Lifetime series. There is going to be a second series. Um, I don't know much about it other than that, but guilty pleasure, and uh, don't recommend it. Beyond anything, just something fun to watch. You need that sometimes in your life. Anyway, watch you. That sounds kind of like a, a bit narcissistic, no? It well, it does. You're hooked it's, with you. Yeah. You make hooked, sure you watch hooked on you. you. <laughs> make sure you watch you. <laughs> I'm gonna watch you tonight. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I can do this all day, but no. Right there, I'm, I'm kind of going to turn away. Uh, <laughs> so my next show, and folks, we're almost, we're almost done here. But I wanted to talk about this show. It's one of those uh, British shows. And by the way, we are preparing several episodes of British shows only that we, ha we are, Jocelyn and I are very big, 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 big lovers of British drama murder mysteries and all yes. kind of shite yes british crime drama yeah so that that's that's coming but uh this show you should watch and if you remember this guy if you watch the wire you remember tinkerbell right yes so also known as you know 2018 sexiest men in the world according to was it time magazine or people is it people or time people people magazine people People, I, th I think time does man person of the year used oh. to be man of the year. All right then. So Pe people does sexiest. The sexiest, which you know I've been, you know, proposed to to be several times, but like I'm, I'm like nah, it's too superficial for me or whatever. So. Yeah, just for, yeah, nobody needs that in their life. And, uh, yeah, yeah, people start yeah. stalking me. Next thing you know, I'm in the middle of you the series. <laughs> yeah, nobody exactly. wants that. Nobody. nobody. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> so I'm talking about Idris Elba, and I, uh, Idris Elba doesn't do a lot of TV, but he did do this series for I believe it was BBC Luther, and it's 
again, one of those British shows with no more than six episodes uh, per, per season, but in 10. Uh, sort of a psychological drama. It's it's the kind of things that it's made for good TV. And Idris Elba could not be better at it, frankly. I, I don't know that the character could be played by anybody anybody else but Idris Elba. So Luther is a show you should watch. It's available on Netflix, and I believe it is about four seasons, and each season is about six six episodes. Each episode Excellent. is about like 40, 45 minutes. Excellent. Seriously. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for me? Let's see. Well, I have, of all things, The Twilight Zone. Which I'm going with the original series, which is uh, 1959 to 1964. It's available on Netflix, and I actually think it's available on Amazon as well, Amazon Prime. And I'm going with The Twilight Zone, one, because it is so watchable, it's ridiculous. And two, when you do watch it, if you've never seen The Twilight Zone before, you're going to realize that almost everything that you've ever seen is based on an episode of The Twilight Zone. Really? Um, Rod Serling was so ahead of his time in terms of production values, in terms of story writing, in terms of everything. Even though it's black and white, of course, and even though you have some of the hokey sets, if you just pay attention to the stories, you're going to say, oh, that was a movie I saw last week. Or, oh, I just watched a series that was based on that, you know, 20-minute wow. episode. And so it's it's so pervasive in American culture, um, probably in British culture as well, I would even go so far to say, that um, I kind of feel like it needs to be part of of educational <laughs> watching um, but it's it's so it's so dang watchable too it's so entertaining and you it's it, you can pick it up anywhere so if you're skimming through and you see a title that looks interesting you can watch it and you're not gonna be confused or miss anything out because it's each uh episode is is episodic it is encapsulated in that one episode and i believe they're like 20 minutes long so because uh, TV was much shorter back then. So there's a lot of ones to choose from. Uh, it's a quick, easy thing to watch. You can watch them and seriously be creeped out and not be able to sleep. It, it can genuinely happen. Um, there's some that are pretty ridiculous, but there are ones out there that are, I think, the core of a lot of themes in television right now. So uh, that's that's mine. If you haven't seen The Twilight Zone, I'm sure everybody's heard of The Twilight Zone, but if you haven't actually watched it, give it a try. And there is going to be a revival coming out for it, which is going to be uh, April 1st. It's going to be available, I think, only for streaming on C uh, CBS. Um, Jordan Peele is going to be helming that one. Uh, so I'm interested to watch that one and see what they do with a, a remake of it. But before before they start that, try and see if you can squeeze in a few of the original episodes see what you think i'm with you all right so uh, <laughs> for me i'm gonna move on to the man in the high castle yes the man in the high castle is 
I know you've heard me say that one of the best shows I've seen in a long time about several shows. But again, you if you want to be involved, if you want to if you want a show to literally wrap itself around you. If you want to just go to bed just thinking about this episode was crazy. Uh if if you if you want to watch a show that you actually have to take a break from an episode to sort of understand like figure out what the hell just happened that's the show you should see the men in the high castle and the only thing i'm going to say about this show is this you are going to see a world an imagined world because it is loosely based on a book by philip k dick and the book obviously the men in the high castle the show is loosely based on it but it's taking some liberties and again, imagine a world where the United States lost World War II and the Germans and the Japanese won. And so now the Pacific side of the United States is dominated by Japan, by the Empire of Japan. And the east side of the United States is under the command of the Nazis, the Nazi German. And the middle is the rebellion. And I'm just going to leave it right there. If you want to understand what's going on, go on Amazon Prime. Start watching. It's only been three seasons, so you can actually binge watch it. The Man in the High Castle is worth your time. You should watch it. It's got a great cast. Um, oh, yes. Yes. You know, Rufus Sewell and Alexa Davalos. Yes. I, I hope I pronounced that somewhere close to yes, But, yes, yes. you know, it was a yes. great, great cast. DJ um, Qualls so. uh, is one of the most beloved characters there. Uh, one of the actors there that uh, is, a, is a scene stealer is almost never mentioned. And he's one of the most interesting characters. He plays Inspector Kido, a Japanese inspector. And the actor I'm talking about is a Filipino actor from New York. His name is Joel De La Fuente. You, like he is, he is like the, the best. I don't know how this guy has not been nominated for best supporting actor on uh, for this series. Seriously, That's you got clear. another one coming? No, actually, I think I'm done. Thank you for me and for my fantastic co-host, Miss Jocelyn. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to us. Hopefully you uh, found a few gems in there and let us know what you think. If there's something in there that you hadn't watched before and you watched it and you said, oh, that was great or that was crap. What were y'all thinking about? So it's Chow Chow from here. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also on YouTube. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.